to them Wild Island Breaks and I'm mad fat, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Better go do them ladder drills in the hallway, son. Yeah, something, though. I'm hurt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's the order, dog? <laughs> uh, oh. First, your heart rate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> first, let's check your vitals. Let's make sure them straight. <laughs> Check to make sure your left arm is not numb. Uh, first is your boy, <laughs> your boy EKG. <laughs> Young EK Jizzle. <laughs> you know, up down. <laughs> right up, away, up down. You don't want to see me flatline on you. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome to another week of DEFCON Jive, the world-famous podcast featuring Howard Alumni. This is your boy, this is your boy Cannon, a.k.a. Fade Wilson. Whoever yes. got whoever got you in the Deadpool is going to win when you catch these hands. Mm. <laughs> what up, what up? It's your boy Plums, uh, a.k.a. Mm. the Green Bay Packers, because uh, I got nothing. <laughs> it's your man Boom Dynamite, aka Dak Daddy, not your Daddy Mac. You know what I mean? Um, aka Tony Who. <laughs> BKA. You know what I'm saying? A Rod Strickland. You know what I'm saying? Buddy, 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 get your man about this league, man. A Rod Strickland, dude. Yo, uh, once again, it's the scumbag and caught it, man. Boy, Jay Remy, a.k.a. Dope Francis VII. Mm. I live in a room with, like the Vatican. Mm. I got an Uber from my bed to my kitchen. Mm. Uh, that's all I got, man. R.I.P. Nancy Grace, Doug. R.I.P. Tommy from Martin, Doug. Yeah. Wait, Nancy Grace? Uh, she ain't dead, man. She's just signing off, though. Like, she, ain't, she ain't doing it. Like, oh, okay. Headline Don't scare me like that, man. <laughs> Scare okay. me like that. R.I.P. SpongeBob SquarePants. You know yeah, what I'm definitely R.I.P. SpongeBob. That's a rumor, though. That's a oh, rumor, no, though. It's not. It's not. It's not official. That's a rumor, though. Nickelodeon came back said like, "Don't believe the rumor, dog. We got we got seasons ten and eleven. Oh, okay. Ten and eleven. I was worried, I was worried for like, a second there. That's it. I had on my list, dog, like that zombie SpongeBob, dog, because that motherfucker keep dying. Yeah. Like, this is the second time. That, this is the second time that joint happened, dog. Like uh, in in twenty thirteen, it was like, "Yo, we cancel the SpongeBob." And it was like, "Psych, we not." <laughs> they just trying to drive up viewership right now, man. That's all it is. Maybe that's what it is. You can't cancel SpongeBob, though. That, that, that doesn't make that doesn't make sense because it's like the, the the media outlets that that they got released upon did not reach this core audience. It's not like people like you and coming home early like I watch SpongeBob. You know what I'm saying? It's the kids, right? But when do they? So how when can, do they even show new episodes though? I, I don't know. I, what I do know is Cartoon Network is crushing Nickelodeon as far as like kids programming, dog. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, I even but watched Car- that. But Cartoon Network, they run back the same episodes back to back. You know what I'm saying? They like, do. I was talking to this with my, my cousin today. I was just like, you know what I mean? These kids know all the worst of these songs, all, epi- all the worst of these episodes, because they saw the same episodes four times a week. Not even like, I'm going to run it back from this week and next week. Like, no, it's the same thing on <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And they you do. And, uh, and then, we, then we put a movie on on Friday and think it's great. But you're, uh, you're, you're, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 
Nick Jr. is also getting killed yeah. by um, Disney Jr. right now. You know what I mean? Like Disney mm. Jr. has been pumping out shows left and right, um, getting these this core audience of the the four to four to eight, four to nine year olds or whatnot, and then cornering the market on the on the seven to to fourteen year olds with all of this like camp rock and uh, all this jazz. So like I think I feel like Nickelodeon has been slowly squeezed out. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't. I don't think so. Know what I saw the other day? They have like a, a Nick music channel. Like you know what I'm saying? What? Like B E like B E like V H one jams or B E T like yeah Soul? yeah exactly and that's what I was thinking like like if you look at the you know what I'm saying the channels that opened up by Nickelodeon maybe they're you know losing because of the their um, programming but but they have the avenue the avenues they have Nick Teen like I said they have Nick Music they have the you know the early learning channel they have the Nick Junior and they have you know stuff for kids that are in between that is just their program is not, you know, up to snuff with the other stuff that's on a Cartoon Network or on Sprout or on any of these other shows. Mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, not that they're, you know, not opening out or not diversifying. It's just that their program is not popping. I saw it uh, uh, somewhere that, you know what I'm saying, homegirl that does the voice for Doc Mustafins is suing, you know, the show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? she's not getting paid. Do- they, 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 they putting out, like, dolls and stuff using her voice and she's not getting the check. Like, I think that has something to do with them joints, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, maybe. I thought Sprout was like, who's gonna touch Sprout? Sprout has has the game on lock for like you know yeah. babies. No one's no one's rocking Sprout like you know what I'm saying. But I think my where I'm at now, I think Joe just kind of got out of the Sprout. You know what I'm saying? Like he realized that's baby show. He still watches Caillou and some other stuff. Some stuff that's on there, mm-hmm. but he's moving away from that joint and um starting to look at other other venues. What I what I do like about the Sprout. You know what I mean? Is that it had purposeful educational programming. Right. Like, you know, with it, his show was uh, Blaze and the Monster Machines that gave <laughs> engineering and, you know what I'm saying, like STEM kind of uh, curriculum with it. Talked about force and, and how to build, like, you know, levers and simple, you know what I'm saying, construction. And now he's thinking that, you know, these are baby shows. She's going to, you know, Cartoon Network and it's like Steven Universe where has no, you know what I mean, just, there's nothing but like the the gay agenda, dog. Like trying to right, <laughs> trying to sell your kids on uh, like being gay is all right. Yo, yo, yeah, the, don't don't come like, don't come at my Steven Universe, huh? Yo, like first of all, like Steven Universe is, is a dope show. You know what I'm saying? But like, I think it's a like it's a, it's a little intense what they're shoving down these kids' throats, dog. Like like pause. It is. <laughs> it is. There are definitely some like, some yo, adult like, themes. Like, does, do we, do we have to like teach my kid about like transgender? Shit, like right now, do I have to do that right now? <laughs> <laughs> like when, like when Steve and Connie just come together, it's just like supposed everybody's supposed to know. Like that's just yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's definitely some adult shit, but adult uh, shit. I enjoy it. Shout out, shout out to Estelle, especially Estelle. Shout out to Estelle. I mean, I enjoy it too. Yeah, shout out, shout out to Steven Universe and uh, you know, you know what I'm saying Diamond Quartz and all the Muslim niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But just just coming from. Shows that were actually like, you know, like entertaining shows like Blaze or whatever, or like Team Umizoomi that also, you know, fostered those skills that are important to, you know, us as parents. Transferring over to that where it's like, you know, I want to watch SpongeBob or I want to watch Steven Universe or I want to watch, you know what I'm saying? Um, any of those other shows, just like there's no value in this. Right. You know I mean? There's no equivalent. I got you. Right. And like even, even, even like the, uh, the Sprout stuff, they, they teach, like, you know, a little bit of morality, like, you know, sharing and how it's important to pick up your toys and all that stuff. You know what I mean? He's watching SpongeBob and Patrick, you know, wrestle in their draws. Like, you know I mean? 
I, I don't even know what comes on uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon even more. Like it's it's Nick Jr. or Disney Jr. or it's the Disney Channel. Like the girls don't even you know they don't even rock with the the more adult Nickelodeon shows anymore. Um, mm. Just because like Disney has done such a, a wonderful job of um, trying to corner that young the the young girl market with the shows that they like the girl meets world or whatever that that's on right now. Um, yeah. Uh, like I said, they've got all these things that are, that are, you know, specifically designed just for that market. And, you know what I'm saying? These girls are like, my girls eat it up. Like they're always talking about their shows that they want to watch that are coming on and whatnot. And like I said, I, I don't even know, I don't even know what the programming is on Nickelodeon anymore. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> if it's not Nick Jr., you know what I'm saying? For the youngest watching that hey Dougie you know what I mean then then I don't know what it is let me ask you this uh and to your point Kwame and a question to you Remy because I was having a conversation with my cousin earlier today and uh he's a bit older his kids are in high school now and he was telling me like you know I saw Joe watch you know these same shows that his sons watch and he was like I see they're so upset because there were no like male dominated shows and, you know, the shows that they would watch, like, you know, even moving into that, like, you know, the live action, like where there'd be like, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place or Victorious or whatever that other shit is just like a lot of female led shows. And to your point, Kwame, like it opens up into itself in the marketing where you have, you know, the show, then you have like the doll, the action figure, and then you actually have, you know what I'm saying, the CD and then the concert, you know what I'm saying, um, that you can eventually, you know, purchase tickets to go to. Um, how was it with you, Remy, having a young son and not having, you know, these outlets to see him kind of, you know what I mean, be be afforded the opportunities to, to take advantage of? Um, that is a lame, dog. <laughs> like, he watches, like, he, like, he, like, he doesn't even, he doesn't watch TV like that, man. Like, he, he spends most of his time, like, watching, like, uh, YouTube videos and, like, watching, like, He's weird, dog. Like he be watching like product reviews and like and like watching other people play video games like we used to. But uh, like he like he like yeah. he's not like into all that. Like you can't market to him. I should say, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like there's nothing on TV that okay. that he's that interested in. To where like he would go out and buy like an action figure for it. You know what I mean? But you know what? Let me let me let me speak on that real quick because what's funny, you know, what I'm saying it's it's well, it's weird that he's into this into that market at such a young age but that is that is the new market though it's no right. longer just the you know what i'm saying right. the kids you know what i'm saying sitting down to watch a show or tv or whatnot like this um the let's play you know what i'm saying uh series yeah. the twitch you know the you these youtube you know what i'm saying um cast this the uh uh these live streamers you know what i'm saying what they call it like that's this this it right now like if you hop on twitter right now and just do a live stream search you know what I mean? Like that that's the market right now. That's where the advertising is. That's where it's coming to the future. So much so that they're in, they're embedding it in the actual video game consoles so that it make they make it easier for you to stream or to watch a stream rather than playing a game, you know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna watch this cat, you know what I'm saying, play Madden or whatnot. And I do it too, you know what I'm saying, just to, to get an idea of what a game might entail before I might go out and purchase it. But you know what I mean? For for kids out there who can't drop sixty dollars every other week to play a game. This is how they're interacting now. You know what I'm saying? It's already a social media, social, uh, uh, an internet connected environment socially already. You know, this type of uh, uh, marketing and viewership is only 
I think it's only going to grow even bigger um, in the near future. I agree, because I think like a lot of kids watch those videos while uh, you know YouTube is buffering. And there's a lot of kids that come up to me because they know, like, you know, I play, uh, you know, I'm an avid video game player. <laughs> and they're not, like, games that even came out. To Kwame's point, it was like, Mr. Brown, did you see the, t- the trailer for this game? And I'm just like, what? what? I, didn't even hear, I didn't even hear about coming out. And they're like, no, man, they got a trailer, but it's not the best trailer. You got to go to this one. And, like, literally months before games come out, they already know, you know what I mean, uh, what the gameplay is going to look like and what game they're going to buy and what game they're not going to buy. So I think that speaks to how they're kind of accessing um, – you know, um, these, these these different products. Um, it's not like, you know, like to, to go back to a conversation we had in the past, we were talking about the different um, the different generations. You know, we were literally the generation wherein our parents would, you know, drop us off in front of the TV and cook dinner or come home from working their second job or whatever and put us in front of the TV and cook dinner or, you know, not be home from work, let us come home and, you know, do our homework and watch TV for a little while before they get home and do shit. And so we we would see those commercials, you know what I mean? But these kids, you know, may not have the opportunity to monopolize the TV because their parents are here, their parents have them in events, but they do have phones and they do have tablets. And one of the things that they do most often on these devices is, you know, look at videos, look at what's trending. And, and a lot of those times you look up these things, you see ads or you see, you know what I mean, promos for things. So I agree with your point, Kwame. Well, and... What's funny is just, uh, was it last week? Maybe two weeks ago, uh, TwitchCon happened um, Mm -hmm. in San Diego, uh, which is where a bunch of these live streamers came together and they talked about the whole streaming industry, you know, um, and they had all sorts of different panel discussion. What does it mean to, you know, to stream as a girl playing video games and and all of this type of jazz and whatnot. And, And the attendance was huge. The viewership was huge. You know, Twitch, I believe, streamed it itself. Um, uh, and then and now what's happening is these the, the these developers or these publishers, probably more likely, are getting into the act. And what they're doing is they're actually sending well-known popular streamers advanced copies of the game to let oh, them yeah. stream it. Like that oh, is yeah, such a big money. That is a brilliant idea. Um, somebody is getting I don't know if they just got it or what, because I've been kind of following this. Um, but Civilization Six is coming out, the Sid Meier game, which is a very popular yeah. franchise. I play Civ Five and, and I love it. You know, I lose hours of time. You know, what I'm saying trying to trying to take the uh, the Iroquois Nation. You know, what I'm saying to greatness. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, the, so the streamer, this live streamer, is getting an advanced copy. He's going to stream it. So you're going to have these millions of people just watching him. You know, they're getting uh, just boatloads of at free advertising just for giving this guy a copy of the game. You know what I mean? So, so let me let me ask you this then. I don't want to, you know, go off topic or, you know, dominate the conversation, but I had this conversation with another one of my friends and I was kind of talking about the um what's well, not not the consequence, but I guess like the reward, um the 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 incentive for being so, you know, plugged in. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, in our day, and again, not to go back to the same conversation, and, and children of our, you know, generation, you know, were under the belief that, you know, you have to work hard, that you have to pay your dues, that you have to, you know, go to college so you can do this, you know what I mean, so that you can work this job or, you know, pay your dues for this amount of time before you can do that. Um, these kids don't have it, don't see it like that, you know what I'm saying? And... 
a lot of times, you know, the criticism is, you know, they're always on social media and they're, you know, trying to have, you know, thousands of, you know, followers and likes. And how is that a usable or marketable skill? And to your point, Kwame, if I if I have, you know, 200K followers, it would kind of behoove you to let me have some of your products so that I can advertise to these people. You know what I'm saying? Um there was a there was a there was a skit on a World Star where this like geeky white kid, he asked for this like this fat black girl for a number, like P H A T, and she's like, Nah, I don't give out my number, I don't do that. You no, know, he's like, How about your Instagram? And she was like, Nah, I don't really do that. And then she she's like, What you have eight million followers? You can follow me. Uh, what's your name? Can you add me now? And he was like, Nah, I don't fuck with hoes. And he just walked away. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. I tried to find a link. I tried to find a link, but it was just saying like. My point is, like, in this generation, you know, that social media, you know, you getting your likes up. I remember looking at kids in my class, like, why do you have 10,000 followers? Like, you know what I'm saying? And then there's, because I'm popping Mr. Brown and you're not. I was like, you don't know 10,000 people. Like, there's no way. <laughs> like, you've only been on Earth for 12 years. Like, how do you, like, you know what I mean? Like, But that's, dog, that's that's what it's all about right now. Like, it's it's crazy for all industries right now, what with the way the technology is is kind of providing a new avenue for people to get out there and be those independent entrepreneurs. Um, like you look at, you know, uh, you look at Vine or Snapchat or whatever. You look at these cats on there. Like, it's it, what is it? An eight second, an eight second video. Um, and these yeah. guys are putting out and the amount of creativity that they're putting together and, and cramming into eight seconds is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's legitimately funny. And there are people who are making livings off of this now because of the recognition that they're getting. You know, there there are guys out there, you know, like I said, from from Vine who have gotten acting gigs um, yep, right. off of this. There are DC Young Flies in uh is gonna be Friday, and he started from Instagram. Um, and, uh, what's the name? Uh, what's the lady's name? Just got the joint from oh on HBO. What's her name? Uh, Issa Rae. Issa Rae. Did wasn't she a YouTuber? I don't know. I, I, I want to say that she was. Uh, she looked like she played in WNBA or did some time or something. Ignoring that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She um, she's best known as the creator of the YouTube web series Awkward Black Girl. Um, oh right, awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty yeah. million vo- views and over two hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube, and now she has her own. Uh, she's a creator, co-writer, and star of Insecure on HBO. Like that's that's so, that's what it is right now, dog. Like this is how you get so, your opportunity. So should you throw out all those books from the library that you keep taking, dragging daughters to, <laughs> and just give them just give them more phones? They should all have like you know what I'm saying the five monitors set up on eight you know desks and be popping. Well, I mean the you 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 jest, but the idea behind that is that you know why aren't there more people or why aren't there more stars like this? And the in the in the, the the basics of it is, is that it's still difficult. You still have to create meaningful content that people can relate to and enjoy. Like everybody isn't funny. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, isn't going to, you know, loop videos of them planking or slapping people in the face with ice cream or, or pot or whatever it is that, you know, whatever the latest trend is that flies around That's on social true. media. Um, but what's interesting is, is that now you've got these things where live streamers, you know, in these uh, social media personalities can support themselves. Like you build up a, a significant amount of followers. All of a sudden, you know, they have a, uh, oh God, I lost it. Oh, uh, they have a thing called uh, Patreon, um, yeah. which is where, where you can have people. For, 
Exactly. They, they can pay you to so that you can create continue to create content, whether it's a writer, a podcaster. Yeah. You know what I'm saying yeah. canon. I, I, I got that and I agree with you. But, but the counter argument still, it still exists. And I think it's even more poignant. I see 10, 11, 12 year olds, 13, 14 year olds with four, five, seven, 10,000 followers. And it's like. It, it, it translate to another arena. You know what I'm saying? Let's say, you know what I mean, you're an aspiring businessman and you're 12 years old and you said, I've already garnered, you know what I'm saying, $5,000 to support my, what I, what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Say, you know what I mean, you're an athlete. I already got this many scouts. Like, you know what I mean? Like, these kids are already, you know what I mean, on, like, numerically, empirically on their way to what you're talking about. Like, you say Shorty had uh, 20 million views and, you know what I'm saying, I assume she was in her twenties. These kids have ten thousand views and they're twelve. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm, I'm moving. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm doing something, mom. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm working here. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's it, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just hard, I, it's hard to combat. I actually, I actually think about it. Remember back in back in the late eighties and early nineties, how the drug game was, where you know when we were kids you would see you would see the drug dealers they would have their starter jackets and they would have the fly the fly cars yeah. and uh you know i wanted that so mm-hmm. you know there's a bunch of kids i didn't get into the drug game but there was a bunch of kids who saw that and was like i want that right there i want what he got so mm-hmm. i'm going to do what he did i think it's kind of like that where once youtube took off and then as as the time went on, you know, YouTube starts in 0304 and then now you got people on there getting big and then the next generation comes up 2010 and now they're getting big and now these kids now 2015 2016 they already hip to the game and they want what the other ones got mm-hmm. like like Kwame to to bring it all the way back to game streaming you were talking about the uh the let's play guys mm-hmm. like PewDiePie has millions and millions. I think he has the most followers on YouTube, period, bar none. Uh, and he gets paid for what he does, which is just sits around, makes funny faces, voices, and plays video games. So kids see that, and like, Remy, you said your your boy does that too. He does his own Let's Play joints. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think, and then the kids start trying to follow like who's going to be the next big thing so I could say that I was down with him first. So I think that's how you end up with these kids having 10 million followers and trying to be so creative. But uh I, I wonder if that's to the detriment of like you said um are you is Kwame going to stop taking his daughters to the library to get books? I, I think it's going to have that detrimental effect of like man Everybody wants to be a YouTube star. Even, Everybody even wants that, to be like, a Vine or Instagram star. Your man, and nobody wants your man to study. Pie, your man Pootie Pie right. making uh, millions and millions of dollars, man, and all he do is make funny faces on the internet, dog. Like, I could do that. I could do that shit. That's all he do. But you're not. Fuck this math, But you're not doing it. Fuck this math. And I already got stacks. And I already got stacks of followers. Fuck this history class, dog. I'm getting my crazy face game popping, dog. 
It's money. Yo, but right. but look, but what you're saying right now is the exact same thing that every aspiring actor said. You know, what I mean, when they were like, "I got this. I'm moving to Hollywood. I can do this." Or every aspiring singer. You know, not everybody's gonna make it. Not everybody is funny as they think they are. Not everybody's interesting no, as they think they are. You you're you're right. But what I'm saying is that with the advent of them having social media already, they're already like on the path to be successful. Like, it, it, I think that's a false analogy in the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you don't know what kind of, what else, you know, what, what the world holds for you as a child actor or as a singer, whatever. But say you're in your hometown and you've sold out a show with 10,000 people, you know what I'm saying? Or you did comedy for 10,000 people or, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. whatever, like you was on a grand, like that would push you further into that light and say, you know what, maybe I should try to do these things to become an actress or an actor or a singer or a comedian because I've already had the success. That's what's happening on the... Like, look at any middle school kid's phone. You know what I'm saying? Middle school to high school. Look at their gram. Look at their Twitter. Look how many followers they have. It's, it's I guarantee sitting on your joint. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, like, no doubt. Like, Easily. Like... Like, 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 clearly, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember talking to the kids, and it was like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Mr. Brown, I thought you was cool. I thought you was popping. You only got, you know, this many. And I was like, I was like, I, 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 I talked to people that I know, you know what I'm saying? And he was, and he was like, you don't know that many people. You're not popping. I'm like, you telling me you know 15,000 people at 13 years old, you know what I'm saying? That means you've been doing over a thousand people a year, right. you know what I'm saying? Since your birth. Right. No, I I don't disagree. I think if we add up all of our followers on all of our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and put them together, I I don't think all of us combined don't touch one middle schooler from your school. That's what I'm saying. So they're already getting the success. I'm already, I already got, you know, 10K, 15K likes. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like, I've had kids in class tell me, oh. Mr. Brown, Kate, that's that's a thousand. <laughs> like, like, a, like on Instagram, that's what it, that's what it. Oh, I'm just like, shouty, how do you have more, you know, followers and you can even count? <laughs> hey, it's real. It's just real talk right now, man. That's that's the way the world has been moving and will continue to move. And it's just so so. Catch the way. Look, put these books up. <laughs> deflate them basketballs. <laughs> Two Twitter accounts, you know what I'm saying? Burner phone for the gram, one for Periscope. That's what we on. I mean, no, no lie. I was thinking about doing some streaming. I was thinking about, you know, what I'm saying like this, the, the the illiterate joint, you know, was originally supposed to be a YouTube joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I'm and I'm still contemplating doing that. Just got to get the the camera situation straight. Uh, but I mean, real talk. That's that's kind of the way to go right now, man. Because you know, these little five minute, you know. The, the the thirty second to five minute videos is where it's at because anybody could pop that on. Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's watching. Everybody's connected. You know what I mean. So the big the big money as usual, as with any media um, venture, is always going to be in advertising. So once you prove that you can move those units, advertisers will come to you. You know what I mean. And you you're supported. You're good. You know what I mean. So that's but- that's kind of what the goal is. But here, here's my question: Is this a bubble that's going to burst? Yes. Yeah. So how how though? That that's what I wonder. I I I agree with y'all. I think it's a bubble that will burst eventually. But how? Because the only way that this could end is if advertisers start pulling dollars out and people don't see any profit in it or any popularity. Um, and as far as I as far as I can see, people are just 
you know, I mean, our attentions are getting stretched. I guess when our attentions get stretched way too thin, we can't pay attention to everybody at once. Then it might burst, but I don't see it into this anytime soon. Here's, here's the thing. Like, it, it may not be in our lifetime, dog. Like, we had this conversation before about how, like, you know, like, like uh, kids will kids will grow up and, and do everything anti what their parents did. But, uh, like, right? Yeah, I can see like my like maybe not my son, but like my grandchildren will probably be like, "Yo, all dad does is sit on the is sit on and watch YouTube videos and, uh, and whatnot." Man, like I'm not with that, man. Like I'm gonna read this book. Like I'm. A- <laughs> We come full circle, dog. We come, like, we come all the way back around. Nah, nah. The next, the next thing that's going to take hold is VR. Like it just has to work out the kinks, polish up the say experience. VR, AR, one of the two. Not, I think, I think, I think that you're right, Cannon. Because I feel like you know the advent of or the progression of Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Not to date ourselves, but I remember. You know what I'm saying? When Facebook really hit, and I was able to. You know what I'm saying? It was so popular. Talk to joints from high school while I was at Howard and set stuff up when you come back home. You know what I'm saying? I don't think this is genius. Yo, I, I tell people all the time, you guys don't realize this, but Facebook was only for colleges. Right. Uh, when I started my first job in 2005, November 2005, they wanted to start a Facebook ad campaign, but nobody in the company, period. We had three locations. One in Largo, one in Georgetown, and one in Reston, Virginia. Not one person in any of those three locations had a Facebook account. Had a Facebook account. But they wanted a Facebook joint. So I had to log in and actually help, help set it up. Dope. But like, look look where it's at now. Like My, my mom and my dad are the most, you know what I'm saying, Facebook and youngins of right. all time now. Like You know what I'm saying? Like... And and it's a way for them to you know keep in contact with each other and share photos and like you know, just like your grandmother had the photo album you know what I'm saying is it, is that now so I don't know what permutation you know it is is gonna be in ten fifteen twenty years but I think that it's incredibly useful and it's not just like I said how we use it to keep in contact with people like once we went home from college and let me see what's up with my man Scott let me get in the chat with all y'all see what's up with you know what I mean it's not that no more now it's just you know what I mean but I, I agree with Kwame it's, it's probably gonna be VR because VR social media though like yeah yeah so alright think about it like this Do you, you, you heard a second life I was right? just about to say you don't remember a second mm-hmm. life Dog, Second Life was so popular that kids were dying because parents were not paying attention to them while they were playing Second Life. Same thing with World of Warcraft, but World of Warcraft was an actual game. Second Life is just, you just log in, and that's literally your second life. Like, you log in, and you're in this virtual world. Now, take Second Life, put that in VR, where you, you, it's like the Matrix. You jack in, and you could do what, pause. And you could do whatever you Pause want, it. dog. Like I don't think you, you think my pops gonna do that. You think like no, no, like no. Him? I'm not saying I'm not saying us or your pops or or your kids. I'm saying but that's 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 what I'm like, talking about. Like Remy's grandkids. Remy grandkids is gonna hop in VR and be like every every day after school. Matter of fact, they might even do uh, school in VR. Like not even have to leave the house, dog. But but Remy and Elijah still be on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Putting up pictures of old hoes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm saying Remy's grandson. 
I said we gonna be we gonna be old talking about how we used to get buns like in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like like, right. like they jacking into the Matrix. Like pause but, but the old <laughs> but the old Facebook will still be around. Like you know what I'm saying? I don't know that it will. You know what I'm saying it like. Will. Yeah, but nah, the face, old Facebook is one of those things that's never going to go away. Yeah, but I'm saying two generations from now, it, it probably will be VR because AR is still going to have you interacting with the world, so you still have worldly limitations. But in VR, you could just go and do whatever you want. Dog. Well, I mean, they're already planning uh, VR experiences where it's not just about the video games, but it's also being designed as a social experience where you can come in, you can actually watch shows, you can watch movies in VR. Um, interacting, you know, with with other people while you do so, kind of like I don't know if you remember the the PS3 when it first came out. You had the PlayStation Home, where it was kind of like a hub. You know, you logged in and and you know, just like any other like MMO type experience where you logged in to socialize. That's kind of what this situation is going to be. And then, and then, Candace, to your point, you were speaking about um, is this a bubble that's going to burst? Well, the one thing that that bursts every bubble is are the finances. Like, how is this sustainable? True. Um, where are where's revenue getting driven? Because you know things like Twitter and Facebook are fine, but you know once it goes public and you hit that IPO, what is driving you know, uh, uh, what is driving that money into the pockets of the shareholders? You know, it, normally it's normally right. it's advertising. Advertising. Um, well, with so what I'm looking at with Twitch, like what they just announced this past uh, uh, at TwitchCon, is they have a partnership with Amazon Prime now. Whereas, uh, you know, with Twitch, you know, you they have advertising, you know, you watch these things and different streamers will put, you know, um, advertisements or advertisements on there to support them, you know, kind of like what you get with YouTube and Hulu and, and all its other joint. Well, now, if you're uh, an Amazon Prime member, you know, you can also become a Twitch Prime user and, you know, you get these play streams uh, ad free now. And so... Now I, don't, now, I don't know how the, rev- the revenue sharing works or anything like that, but that seems like that's a major source of incentive and revenue for both companies. You know, kids that's get real. to log in with their parents' Amazon Prime accounts um, and get to you know, view things ad-free. Now they're pushing their parents to become Amazon Prime members if they're not already. Right. So it's all it's all about the money. It's all about the finances. That's why Facebook was in trouble. That's why Twitter is looking at getting you know getting acquired right now. Like if you're not if you're not sustain, sustainable, no matter how popular your product is, you're gonna go under because you just can't afford to uh, keep the business up and running. That's the crazy thing about Twitter is that they've never they've never turned the profit. They've they never have been no profitable. Way of, they've, they have no way of making actual money. And, so and, they're. They're looking to get bought. And the sad thing, well, the ironic thing is, is that the one thing that will bring in money, advertising, is the one thing that will drive away the consumers of it. Because yeah. nothing makes me exactly nothing say. makes me turn right. something off faster than, than than an ad that I can't skip. You know what I mean? If I can't right. use ad blocker, if I can't uh, uh, use the ghostery um, to, to prevent these ads from popping up while I'm watching something, I'm not going to use your service because it's annoying, you know, which is sad is. to say. When there's an, when there's another service out there, exactly free, right? we will you will you will get driven to the next service um, as soon as you become inconvenient. Well, uh, I have that went left. Yeah, that went left real fast. Uh, we, yeah, <laughs> wasted no time, I, dog. I don't know how we ended up here. <laughs> don't ever complain about topics, man. We got you. Uh, let's hit the. I mean, if we have to. Let's hit this NFL report real quick. Um, let's just let's just get it. Let's just put it out there. 
Yes. Booms, Cowboys. Let, let me let me <laughs> let me do this. Let me do this, man. Okay. Boom. The, these Cowboys, um, you know, they came stomping in the Lambeau Field with their spurs. You know what I mean? With the giant yeah. Texas belt. You know what I'm saying? Holding up yeah. the their too tight Levi. You know what I'm saying? 309 blue jeans. With the, 309s, dog. You know what I'm saying? With the blue shits. and white flannel <laughs> shirts tucked into the jeans with the sleeves okay. rolled up and the 10-gallon bucket hat. And they proceeded to march mm-hmm. up and down Lambeau Field. Um, Surely did. You know what I'm saying? Riding Zeke Elliott in the arm of, of Dak Prescott. And, and let us not forget, because nobody shows love to them, that offensive line. Um the best in the league. Dog, that's it's really reminiscent of the old days with Troy Aikman, Emmett Smith, and them boys up front because nobody could get to Dak. Nobody could get to Dak. He had all the time in the world to pick apart um the Green Bay defense, which isn't a bad defense. Now they we're missing a bunch of corners, but they're not a bad defense. Um and the way that, that Dallas just marched up and down the field converting at will. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta tip your ten gallon bucket hat to them. I think I think the stat of the that should be noticed is that in the first uh, four games, Green Bay has allowed 142 total rushing yards. Today they allowed 156 by one man. You know what I mean? Jeez. And they also had I think Green Bay had like four turnovers, um, three of them of which were like, like like head <laughs> head scratches, you know. Why are you running a design quarterback draw for Aaron Rodgers, who is a flimsy, frail man? Um, <laughs> when you have – I don't care. I don't care if Eddie Lacy is injured. He can, you know, uh, trip Eddie and Lacey stumble injured. into the end zone more so. How does, how does he hurt. get injured with all that protection? Uh, trying to hurdle people. Because he, <laughs> he has uh, uh, Steph Curry ankles. Dog, he can't even hurdle. He can't even hurdle his shoes to get to the next meal. But what is he trying to hurdle people for? This is this is something. This is something that we might that we'll we'll talk about on another podcast because I would like to address the the possible scenario that Aaron Rodgers is on the down is on the decline. You know, faster than we might have anticipated. Like we see people hot take. We see people like you know Brady. You know, what I'm saying still still uh, going strong, and he's obviously the one to emulate. We saw how long Peyton Manning lasted winning a championship on his last one. Um. I mean, even even Tony Romo, Tony Romo, when he's healthy, is still is still good when he has time to throw the ball. I just think Tony Romo. I think I think Tony. I who? think Rogers is just he, he might be on the decline, dog. That might that, that might be something we have to look at, look at the statistics and address. It's a hot take. That's hot. Scorching. Also, also Philly lost. Yeah, that was going to be my next thing. Uh, did the Eagles lost to the Redskins? <laughs> That had to hurt. Um, big time because it, it's it's not the fact that we lose. I, I'm fine with losing uh, because I've experienced that most of my life with my <laughs> Philadelphia teams. It's all teams. It's every single one of them except for the 2008 Phillies. Um, okay. Yeah, that I was I was in Philly for that joint, dog. <laughs> that shit was mad. That shit was madness. Dog. They flipped over a bus, dog. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, they literally no. All they did was they tripped uh, Jerome Bettis. That's all that happened. <laughs> Somebody just stood behind him and they shoved him. <laughs> but uh, it, it's the fact that we're beating ourselves. Like like last week against the Lions, if Ryan Matthews doesn't fumble, we win that game. And this week, 
if Lane Johnson hadn't taken them shots in his butt cheeks or however he gets his PEDs, um, we you know we probably go in there and play a really good game against the uh, the Redskins because they were ranked like almost last against the run. They were ranked yeah. way down there against the pass, but because we had to start a fifth round rookie where Lane Johnson starts. Uh, sack fest. Yeah, Ryan oh. Kerrigan came through. I think he sacked him, what, five times? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, so, I don't know how the game is. How, how did the game, like I, like, I didn't get it. I don't I don't have the coverage down here, but I, but I played, you know what I'm saying, in fantasy against the Philadelphia defense. And it, had, mm-hmm. it said they had a kick return touchdown and an interception yeah. return touchdown. Yeah, like, so you gotta win when that happens. Right. You have to win so when you get those. So the Redskins jumped out to a fourteen nothing lead, and then Kirk Cousins threw the interception. Yeah, well, first they we got a kick return from Wendell Smallwood. Pause his pause his name. <laughs> yeah, his um, his parents did have no favors whatsoever. <laughs> so he got a kick return touchdown, and then Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, called a pick and took it back to the house. So 14 14. But then the defense broke down again. And, you know, our offense, our offense couldn't do anything all day but get field goals. So it just turned into, you know, Washington basically dictating or just kind of just hanging on. Whereas because our line is not what it should be. It's nowhere near Dallas's line. We just couldn't get any offensive rhythm going to to pick apart the bad defense. Right, and I think what you call Jordan Reed was out. Jordan Reed was out uh, with a concussion. Yeah, yeah. And Vernon Davis was eating. Your yeah. man Matt Jones. Matt, uh, uh, the, me that. Matt, the rookie. Matt Jones. <laughs> uh, their their rookie running back eight two. Yeah, he did. Um, but I, I I'm I'm still you know what I'm saying. I don't know about this man Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not good, son. He's he's like and, and like like you like Kwame said they they should have won that game. You know what I'm saying? Y'all should have won that game. Yeah, we should have won. Um, that pick six. You know what I'm saying? Like he throws one of them joints every game. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. And and to bet on himself and say that he's gonna you know what I mean win a division when the the NFC East is the most you know what I'm saying unpredictable division there is. I don't even remember the last time there was a back-to-back champion. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. This, because so there that, hasn't been. That's why. There hasn't been I, since what? Since maybe the Eagles back in the mid-2000s? Maybe. I was, maybe, I was thinking the Giants in the early 2000s. With something, maybe something. Like that, I don't know. But it's like, why would you bet on yourself in that situation? Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, to win the NFC East, you know what I'm saying? And then say, you know what? I'm not going to take the money. I'm gonna have a better season next year. Like, nah, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at your schedule right now. Boom. And we was four and twelve last and, year. And um, like, as long like if you guys take care of business, um, the yeah, only Cowboys can take these. The only slip ups I'm seeing right now is like you go you go to Pittsburgh. New- Pittsburgh, we got New England. No, nah, you don't have New England. You got you got Pittsburgh, you got the Vikings, and then you go to no, they, you go to the Giants. No, they got New England. We because no, the, they don't. The they NFC don't have New England. Really? I'm looking at I them. The they East don't play the AFC East this year. No, they're playing the AFC North. Oh, oh, oh! You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So, like, yeah. as long as you beat who you're supposed to beat, like you got the Buccaneers, you got the 
you guys should beat the Redskins. You got you should beat the Ravens. Um, like Pittsburgh, I, I don't know which Pittsburgh team is going to show up. Who knows what Pittsburgh team is going to? They um, don't even Pittsburgh doesn't know what Pittsburgh team is going to show up. I think winning winning at the Giants will be will be that's always a tough one. And then you got winning at you got to go you go to Minnesota, um, but like other than that, like you guys should coast to the number one seed. Or, or I mean, if you if you beat if you beat the Vikings, you should coast to the number one seed. Right. Yep. So let me let me yep. uh, let me run through this real quick. So the Eagles are now three and two. The Cowboys are five and one. The Packers are two and two. Three and two. Uh, we're not going to talk about who Remy backed. Um, the Chiefs are three and two. So shout out to Scrap. They uh, beat Oaktown today. And then the Saints in a shootout with the Panthers win, and they are two and two now as well. So um, the East is right now all about the Cowboys because they're five and one. The Redskins are four and two. The Eagles are three and two, and the Giants are two and three. Yeah, they won. So they're three and two. They're yeah. they're three and they're three and three, aren't they? Oh, three and three. They're three and three. Oh. Uh, so yeah, the East. As long as the Cowboys keep taking care of business, they're good to go. Uh, I mean, I'm scared. I'm scared about these Vikes. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say Peterson. that NFC North. It looks like it's bionic knee about to come back. Yeah. Well, yeah. the the thing about the thing about the Vikings is is and and like I I feel like they neutralize your strength, which is your offensive line. Um, like I think their front four give your front five like call it a push. You know what I mean? Uh, and so then it comes down to Zeke, like who 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 wins against Zeke? Like those linebackers, those linebackers aren't no joke. But Zeke, I don't think I think Zeke is for real too. And then like their cornerbacks, like they can go man to man, so they can bring pressure if they need help. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's going to be a really good game. Um, and I feel sorry for you, Cannon, because you guys play them next week. No, you know why? Don't feel sorry for me because these assholes are going to go out there and beat Minnesota next week. I mean, you know I, would, I would appreciate it. Because, Sam Bradford. Be, because of precedent. Last year, the Eagles were awful. And be, no good, and beat the terrible. Patriots. And they went out and beat the Patriots. And I said before that Patriots game, verbatim, I said, watch these assholes go out here and beat the Patriots. And they went and beat them. So I'm saying it now. Watch these assholes go out here and beat the Vikings and then proceed to lose the next three or four games straight. I just I just want to win the NFC North, man. And and, I, and we need <laughs> we need help to do it, you know what I mean? Like Vikings yeah. the Vikings play the Cardinals, they play the Cowboys. Uh they they come to they come in our house, they play us. Um, but who knows what the Cardinals are? Right, a whole NFC. That's my point. The whole NFC looks up there. NFC looks up there for grabs. With with uh, Carolina looking like trash. Carolina only really, has one win. I'm really looking at what do you call it too though? Um, Seattle. Um, they're not looking too good, but they're finding ways to win. So if they can get you know your man Rawls or whoever, Christian Michelle, get it popping. <laughs> Christian, Christian um, Michael. Whatever you know, what I'm saying. Hey, Atlanta. Uh, Cross Michelle. I don't know the nigga's name. I think Atlanta looks real. I don't, I don't believe in Atlanta. I don't believe in Atlanta. I don't defense. believe in Atlanta either. I believe this. This this happened last year. I don't believe in them. Sure I believe did. in Atlanta because I think they finally Matt Ryan is finally on the same page with the offensive coordinator, and he wasn't last year, and their offensive line kind of sucked last year. But 
Like they went up there, they went up there to Seattle, which is a tough way to play, got robbed, um, and you know, but but put up a good showing while doing it. You know, um, I think I think they're for real as long as they don't burn out like they did last year. I think mm-hmm. I think them boys, I think these boys are for real. I think they would have a difficulty playing, you know, a team like us or or uh, Minnesota in that we take the ball away from them and you know slowly yeah. you know, let the clock run. Yep. And I think that because their defense is not you know that to that caliber, you know, I mean, I take my chances with you know, what I mean, Julio. We probably didn't get two touchdowns or whatever, but as long as you know, what I mean, we control the clock, we beat them twenty-one fourteen. I'm good. And and you can. Because all they really have is Julio, uh, Tevin, right. Tevin Tevin Campbell. Uh, no, uh, Tevin Campbell. What's, what's his no. name? Tevin Coleman. Not Tevin. Yeah, he wants to know your name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Te- Tevin Campbell running the rock. I mean, he's good. Devonte Devonte Freeman is good too. But you can bottle them up. They're 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 explosive runners, but they're not dynamic runners. So if you can stuff up the line and keep them in check, then you're good, and all you got to worry about is Julio. That's the, that's the whole NFC, you know what I'm saying, South. It's like, they ain't got no defense. Like, look at the... Nobody the, has defense down there. The, the the Carolina game, like, they were up 21, bang, bang, and they came back and scored 30 straight points. Like, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. And uh, I, we would be remiss to, to not mention Colin Kaepernick getting his first start with the 49ers. Or, or as I saw on uh, Twitter, Colin, Colin Blackernick uh, getting his first start for, for the 49ers and losing soundly to the Bills. T-Mobile's out. Yo, but, Be- well, but let's not. You know, how, they have no how defense. How bad is so. he? Yeah, I was just, just going to say, he, he, no, he played well. Like, let's not, let's not front. Like, he, he played pretty well. He just got no help. Uh, like it he was, had a uh, what was that like a fifth a beautiful fifty yard pass to uh, I can't remember his name, but uh, yeah he he went out there he, he threw it around pretty well. It's just they have no defense. Chip Kelly's offense has been figured out, and Lashawn McCoy ran crazy. Yeah, and then once you get down, you know, saying twenty one points, like your offense kind of becomes predictable. You know what I mean? Like you gotta have to do the same. You know what I mean? Like I gotta throw this bitch. We gotta get right. it popping. So. It kind of sucks, and to Cannon's point, that was the game. Shady McCoy, it was just Shady McCoy, like all Shady McCoy, but um, running all over his coach. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you do when you, when, you, when you're down? You know, what I'm saying fifteen, twenty. Like, you got to throw that bitch. Yep. And I mean, like I said, Chip Kelly's offense has already been figured out. But then on top of that, you're playing against Shady, who knows that offense right. in and out. He know he knows all four plays that Chip Kelly runs. <laughs> So, like, what do you, like, what do you really do? Yeah, like, you can't act like there wasn't any any motivation there, like, exactly for for what he did. Like, he showed up. You know, what I'm saying your boy Tyrod uh, low key showed out. Um, what was out here, man? San Francisco's defense, or, or I should say, Chip Chip Kelly's defense. You know, didn't do the offense any favors. Um, That's because they tired. Can't win with them. They tired, son. The offense goes out there and save for two scores. They go out there, go three and out in 40 seconds, and then the defense is right back out there. It's the same problem that we had. They tired. That's real. Keeping it in line somewhat with sports, uh, there's this this concept in sports 
of the all pro team where mm-hmm. you take the best players from each team at each position and you say, this was the best wide receiver. This was the best running back. This is the all pro team. Same thing in basketball. This is the all pro point guard, all pro shooting guard. Mm-hmm. What we decided to do was have a little exercise based off of last week. And we wanted to come up with the all pro scumbag team. <laughs> Who like in life would make the all pro scumbag team? We got to start in five. So Kwame. Listen. Um, what you got? First, I, I just got to put out the clarification, you know, kind of expound on this a little bit. This, these aren't your normal scumbags, right? Like, <laughs> No, you know, okay. these aren't the dudes who are like, you know what I'm saying, taking money out of a blind man's cup. You know what I mean? Like these That's a scumbag that's move. That's a that's a scumbag move, right? Like these aren't the dudes hopping the subway turnstile even though they clearly have two dollars and change they're not spending. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, these aren't the dude who see you dancing with a chick at the club, you know what I'm saying? And then they come up and try and dance at the front of the chick, like, dog, we're not sandwiching right now. That's not really what this oh, movie man. is about. That, that Eiffel Tower is, is terrible. No, scumbag. no, that's like, come on, dog, because you're distracting her groove right now. Right. And then, I, then I, then I look you in her eyes before I kiss her on her neck. Wait, wait, is that Frank? <laughs> <laughs> that's the scum. You're talk- We're also talking to the scumbag incarnate, so he might have some thoughts on this. That's absolutely horrific. But anyway, this 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 starting five I got. Uh, uh, this this starting five consists of. Um, look, we we got to start. You know what I'm saying? Politics aside, with whether he's running for president or not, we got to we got to start with the head scumbag. You know what I'm saying? The point guard, the guy who's calling the plays. Um, setting pick and rolls uh, with blindside hits, taking people out the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's your boy Donald Trump, right? Like for sure, he's he's coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying with the, with the Chicago Bulls flat spotlights running around with the warm up music. Um, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> doing doing pirouettes in the layup line to Jock Jams 2004. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? 2004. 2004, you know. But then, you know what I'm saying, his shooting guard, um, who's a low-key sniper, you know what I'm saying, never been never been proved to have taken any enhancements whatsoever to encourage his game, <laughs> is uh, your okay. man, uh, Lance Armstrong and uh, the little guy. Mm. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, eight-time Tour de France fraud. um <laughs> You are lying. Nine, like, how you gonna lie? Nine time uh, tripping little kids next to the bus stop uh, <laughs> because they wouldn't get out of the way of his ten speed. Um, you saw, I, I bought that ten dollar bracelet. You know what I'm saying? That ten dollar rubber yeah, band. You know what I'm right. Yeah, man, it was that lie strong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that V was missing. Uh, <laughs> like you, just, you only imagined it was there. It <laughs> fell off when you took it out the wrapper. Oh man, um, that's 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 a supreme scumbaggery. And then and then small he forward, was, um, was. based off of the petty acts that he commits, um, and and the fact that he artificially inflates all of uh, his pricing for um, for 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 pharmaceutical drugs that people need to actually survive and get on with their day to day lives is mm-hmm. your is your is your D one 
um, pulling the pants down in the paint so that you can't make that back cut. Uh, mm. Martin Shkreli. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yo, 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 he rookie of the year candidate, though. Yeah, definitely yeah. rookie scumbag of the yeah, year. Yeah, first. Fresh on the scene. Like, he came out He came out the gate scumbag. Like. Yeah, first first time getting voted to this list, like you said, rookie of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was a unanimous decision. Um, sure. I feel like the writers came together and got this one right. <laughs> and, and it hurts us because he, he, he pulled that ultimate scumbag move of buying the Wu-Tang album and we are never going to hear it ever. Not only did he buy it though, like he trashes it like regularly dog. Like, yeah, he, he says it's terrible. And like knowing, knowing that no one else will ever hear that shit. Yeah, like no one can co-sign or deny it. <laughs> Scum shit. Uh, and then Power Forward, um, just because of his ridiculous antics, um, is the man uh, Nick Kyrgios, Kyrgios, the, uh, the tennis player. You know what I mean? Mm. The, oh the, yeah. Don't the Australian him. tennis player who's like, dog, uh, I'm a serve. Like he's he served like I would serve, dog. <laughs> you know did. what I mean? Like just to make sure that it goes over the net, but doesn't end up in a fault. Like you know what I mean? Like like backyard tennis when you don't even have a net. Like you put a couple of shirts down and you just got to make it over the shirt. Like he hit like he was serving badminton. You know what I mean? And then gotten no, like, gotten an argument with a fan. Um, like why don't you come down here and do it better? You know, like mm-hmm. you're getting paid millions, millions, dog. Like at least try and put a, a 55 mile per hour serve together. At least try. You know what I mean? Man, who, who hasn't had that day at work? You know what I'm saying? You're just like, <laughs> you know what, man? Fuck all this, man. Like it's, just, it's not even worth it. Like you know what I mean? Put this shit through the roof, dog. <laughs> I got some other, I got some other shit going on right now, and I can't even. It just happens that his job is to play in front of you know millions of people. You know what I'm saying? Like so, yo, boom, so so boom. You saying who hasn't had that day? Who hasn't had you that saying, Monday? You saying you, know you, you come in on Mondays and you like just create one question test for kids to take, and then you still grade on the curve. That's what you're saying. <laughs> like that's. No, that's I'm, not what saying saying? I, I'm not saying that's what happens. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I've had days you're just like, man, you know what? You know what I mean? Like, you, know, like you come in, you put not. We put on Discovery Channel science class. <laughs> yo, like, yo, like, I'm an IT, though. Like, like, what if, like, one day at work, like, I'm just upset, dog, and I just start, like, roofing, like, laptops, dog. Like, like no, nobody's doing work today. All y'all, dog. <laughs> like, sometimes you got to make the homepage of the company intranet, uh, you know what I'm saying, Pornhub, dog, and just, and just let it go. Yeah, right. Or either that or you just pull, you just pull the cord on that one server, um, that uh, you, you nobody notices right away, you know. Um, but it prevents <laughs> it prevents everybody's email from 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 communicating effectively. You know what I mean? Like just oh, man, I didn't so get you, your email. I didn't get I didn't get your ticket, dog. Did you create a ticket? Oh man, like you, you turn <laughs> into the IT DMV, dog. I would <laughs> like just just take a number, yeah. dog, and sit down right there. I can't I can't take a number. Well, I can't help you, can I? Look, look, I can't hold your hand through this. I'm not your father. Look, follow the process and the protocol. It's online. Go read up on it. But I can't get online right now. Well, we're both at an impasse, aren't we? <laughs> but, uh, and then... Let me and tell then, you something. And then, when, then, when an immovable object meets an, an overwhelming force, 
<laughs> Round, rounding out the, the all-pro, you know what I'm saying, scumbag yeah, starting yeah. five. Yeah, Kwame, who is the starting center for the all-pro scumbag squad? Uh, I mean, this one, is a, this one was, a, it was a no-brainer. Like, um, this is the guy that, you know, he's down in the post. And, you know what I'm saying, his spin move consists of uh, face-high <laughs> elbows as he's turning into the paint. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. Uh, coming down with right. the Carl the Carl Malone tomahawk. You know what I'm saying? Elbow to the forehead when he's getting the rebound. Um, the Dennis Rodman tangling up in the legs as you're trying to get up. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just a comedic yakety sacks <laughs> moment as you guys are are trying to run down the court. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like this is this is a guy who won't get up when there's a lady who's a, you know what I'm saying clearly pregnant or is above the age of 85 when she's on the bus and he's taking up two seats. But, you know, that man's satchel, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to carry itself. Uh, we're talking We're talking about your boy, Gregory Hardy. Um, yep. Uh, Yo, like, can we stop, though? Because, like, we haven't, we haven't had our moment of silence, you know what I'm saying, for, like, for the day that Greg Hardy slammed a white girl on top of a bed of automatic uh, weapons, though. <laughs> He's like, J-. but you are don't you, think, you when you a- think you're savage, though, remember Greg Hardy, dog. <laughs> I cannot confirm <laughs> that myself, Boom P Dynamite, supports the statements that were just started. Listen, um, it's been well documented that, that, that Greg Hardy is a scumbag. Um, yeah. He was traded. Uh, from the one in the one in fifteen uh, uh, Saskatchewan douchebags <laughs> last year, um, it was a risky move, uh, but it paid off because uh, you know he 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 ended up this season uh, accumulating uh, twenty twenty Shkreli awards. <laughs> How Shkreli got his award show, Doug? Like, <laughs> you get a lifetime achievement award, though. You've been here for a year. That's, that's how dope he was. <laughs> Look, look, Shkreli's, Shkreli's yeah. the logo, dog. You can't beat the logo right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shkreli's the, the Jerry West of, of of scumbags, man. You know what I mean? No, can I, can I, can I add a six man? Uh, <laughs> coming off the bitch. Please, because I got, I got some bitch players too. Whoever the kids are, you know what I'm saying, who making these, you know, Insta videos that, you know what I'm saying, just include a lot of Loud porn music, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Scenes in the middle of the joints. <laughs> That's the wave right now. It'll be a joint, and then there'll be like a football highlight, and you be like, you know what I'm saying? And Adrian Peterson running down the middle, he breaks the tackle, and <laughs> <laughs> it just goes yeah, crazy. That is incredible, though. No, like, send me a link to one of those joints, though. That's great. For, so, for That's science, purely, shit purely right for there. research. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's so. That's a, such a level of troll, dog. It's a, like I said, imagine you, you just sitting, you know what I mean, you're in the car with your parents. Oh, and you watch these joints, the safe video, hit the hit the sound joint on on the gram. Mm-hmm. And the sound all the way up on that bitch watch, too, man. You watching a highlight, you know what I'm saying? And that just comes on in the middle, dog. You know what I'm that's the one Come that's on. gonna that's the, that's the one that's gonna get you in, in trouble, Remy, because your boy's gonna be watching some educational <laughs> YouTube review of a brand new yeah. boom mic. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Uh, and and then all of a sudden in the middle, just as they're talking about the extendable properties of the boom mic, here comes Skin Diamond uh, <laughs> with, with both legs behind her head. 
with a boom mic. Yeah, it's not skin diamond. It's not skin diamond no more, dog. It's Raylan Joy, dog. She's a singer now. Dog. Oh, word. Yeah. What is she, is she, is she singing about boom mics? And the, and the internet lamented, dog. <laughs> so, all right, let me let me let me throw my player into the into this ring. What you got? Actually, I have two. Okay. So, coming another one coming off the bench. Hope Solo. Uh, you know, for, first team women scumbaggery. Uh, nah, man, this is this is a, a co-ed oh, this, team. Oh, this is yeah, a this unisex is, team. This is, this is integrated, dog. This is like okay. co-ed. You know, what I'm saying your workplace oh, yeah. dodgeball she, team. All right, she's definitely coming off the bench with the scumbaggery. Feminism is about equality. Uh, don't, don't disrespect her like that again. Don't disrespect her like that again. We don't see we don't see that here. Okay, not 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 here at Defcon Jive. You're right. You're absolutely right. Equal rights for equal scumbaggery. She has okay. domestic violence issues. And she has terrible sportsmanship issues calling uh, Team Sweden, Team Denmark, uh, losers for their, the way that they um, played them in the Olympics. So when they closed out, dog? But she also... We're not going to let you school. Yeah, but she also talked mad shit when she lost last time in the uh, World Cup. So, Hope Solo, definitely scumbag. And we have to give a shout out. To somebody who's in the Hall of Fame of scumbaggery. Already. Respect. Hall of Fame. Respect. This man hails from Queensbridge. Okay. Played in the NBA for a bunch of years. Okay, I know. I know it. It's over. Changed changed his name as if it would throw you off of his trail of scumbaggery. Which it did not. Right. I'm talking about your boy, my boy, Ron Artest, aka Metal World Peace. No, he will always be Ron Artest, dog. <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron. Straight out of Queensbridge. <laughs> top flight scumbaggery. Hopping in the stands, fighting, throwing elbows, kicking dudes in the nuts, talking but mad shit. If you put Ron Ron on there, you got to put your man uh, Rashi Wallace. No, in there, no, 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 no. Rashi Wallace got the Rashi Wallace Family Fun Day out at the plaza, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you got you got to check by looking at the referee. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he got teed up just for looking. That's at the not referee. scumbaggery. That's intimidation, right there. That's all that is. <laughs> I stay uptown with the strap like I'm Rashi Wallace. <laughs> Nah, you can't put Sheed on there. Nah. I can't. I can't put Sheed on there, man. He does. Yeah, he, good. Yo, yo, he played. He played in white on whites, dog. Like, nah, man. <laughs> like Sheed was so hood, dog. Like, exactly. He played He's like your uncle, dude. who just straight up embarrassed you and would never take it easy on you, dog. <laughs> right. He got teed up. He got teed up by, by by ice grilling the ref, dog. Like he got ejected. You know what I'm saying? Because I told him to stop looking at me like that. that- you know what I mean? Because. Cause that ref knew what was popping after the game, dog. Yeah, yo, shout out to the Jailblazers, dog. Like that squad was amazing. <laughs> the Jailblazers. I never heard that name. That before. squad. That squad was amazing, dog. Like my man Bonzi Wells, dog. Yeah, straps. <laughs> yeah, straps. My man Ruben Patterson, the Kobe stopper, dog. The Kobe stopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. 
I'm gonna tell you about you man Arvidas Sabonis low post game without jumping. <laughs> like he would have you out there looking funny, cuz like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with 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 a with a with a negative vert, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he would go into the ground. Yo, wasn't uh, Dale Davis on that squad at one point though? He might have been, but yo, Arvidas Sabonis had a little Uzi vert though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yo. Uh Remy, you got somebody to add to the to the scumbag team? Yeah, we uh we, we touched on this before, pause, man. And Bob, you're probably gonna get upset with me, dog, because I'm about to go in on this dude. Bro, your boy Darren Sharper, dog. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. Doing mad unnecessary shit to bag bitches, dog. Like, son, your beer connects, dog. <laughs> Go on TV every Sunday, son. Like, come on, dog. Like, you didn't have to do all that. Yeah. It's, yeah, he definitely makes the squad for all, doing jail time. It's all his rape. bets, dog. Like, like what, <laughs> what were you concerned about, dog? You thought you was going to lose? I mean, he acted act like he wasn't a legend in Lambo. And he was light-skinned. Like, and he was light-skinned. Like, like, he couldn't come to the great north of, of Wisconsin and get cheese head, dog. Like, come on. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> come on, dog. Like, you punched your ticket here, dog. Like, come on. <laughs> oh, he definitely makes the squad for scumbaggery. Yeah. Um, does Anthony Weiner make the list of scumbags? Or is he just a serial cheater? Yo, it, yo it's like... I don't think he's a scumbag. I think he's a problem. Like, I think it's a problem, like... Like he had, like he can't, he physically can't stop, like whipping his dick out, dog. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh at like, it. Like, imagine it's, it's a really bad. Imagine having that problem, though. It's like, like, like you, like you be like in a public spot or something, dog, and like you just can't help but whip your whip your slung out, dog. <laughs> so wait, so it's like you know what I'm saying? It's the it's the uh, indecent exposure version of the of the Ricky Bobby where he can't stop raising his hands. It's just like <laughs> in the middle of having a. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's filibustering on the floor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he just whips it out? Because, like, like, this time around, it was, it was, like, some underage shit, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, but it's, yeah. like, how you get caught, like, the most public joint, like, the most public way, you know Twice. Your picture's out there. It's on the cover of the New York Post, like... All right, you know what I mean? It's a wrap, yeah. you know what I mean? And then you, then you do the joint again, and then you do the joint again? Right. It's, like, that's a problem, bro. Yeah, yeah. and I, I mean, we, we politicians alone could fill up a whole scumbag team like David Vitter, John Edwards. Look, okay, I'm glad you, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was just gonna give, uh, I was gonna give a life a lifetime achievement award. Oh, please, please, by all means, to, to John, Life, to John the Edwards, achievement award for scumbaggery, Kwame. I, I mean, I was just gonna give it to John Edwards because, like, mm. wasn't wasn't his wife like? Like disabled or or she was dying yeah, of cancer. Was. Oh like, no, she, uh, that's right. She, she was that. Oh, that's great. She was that's dying great. of cancer. That's great. It's like it's. I mean, like you. I mean, he gets the award. Like it's like the complete antithesis of the Arthur Ashe Award, um, where <laughs> like <laughs> like it, you just you throw you throw like hot nickels at him instead of having him come up to receive it. Um, and he and he receives those nickels with pride because he's proud of his accomplishment. Uh, he's been working his whole life to this, um, 
And uh, like, dog, come on. I I mean, he's from my hood, and <laughs> like, it, it's something like it. I mean, they still talk about it down here. And mm-hmm. like, come on, son. Like, yo, John Edwards single-handedly legitimized the National Enquirer because <laughs> right. they broke the story. That's how bad that was. Notwithstanding the fact that he cheated on and had a baby with his mistress on his wife who was dying of cancer. Yo, dog, like, this is the same dude who would get, like, $300 haircuts, too, dog, like... <laughs> yeah, real shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you get a three hundred dollar haircut and your wife is on her is, is on her deathbed, dog, like eh. getting whopped off. <laughs> you getting whopped off while you get your haircut. Right. That's what that they is. said he has a quote where they said, "I need to get a doctor to fake the DNA results." <laughs> but while we doing these DNA testing, you know what I mean? Steal a diaper from the baby with my mistress so I can Yo. do a DNA test. Steal a diaper, Yo. dog. Like we're raiding Huggies now. <laughs> like we intercepting loves so on the way to, to the diaper genie. So much to lose, bro. Like, come on. My last haircut was three hundred dollars, dog. Like, <laughs> can't go back. I can't go back. <laughs> <laughs> can't go back to regular haircuts. Three hundred dollar oh, haircut. Like, is the razor gold, man? Like, what are they lining you up with? It's that bevel blade. <laughs> Is that is that why Nas is like is that what Nas is using dog? Oh man. <laughs> that bevel blade. It's that diamond tip, son. Yeah. Oh man. Like they send they send the clippers to Jacob the jeweler. That <laughs> number two. Let me get that number two, dog. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It's a three hundred dollar haircut the Boosie fade, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just throw just throw a stack at him. Let me get that boozy fade, dog. That's how much this is worth to me. Oh man. Yo. So um one of the scumbags is is changing changing uh professions. Greg Hardy's moving on to the MMA where he's finally gonna get hit back. Uh by men. By men. I would hope that Pause. I would hope that the match that he fights in, maybe not put real guns on the floor, but like spray paint guns on the on the floor, so that he can get body slammed. How, on them how big is Greg Hardy? Like, could he get into a ring with like Ronda Rousey? And like, no, he's way bigger. Than, he's way bigger than she is. Oh no, nah, nah, he's way bigger than that. Oh yeah. man, he's, you know what I mean? Defensive uh, end. Like, cause it would just be so like uh, ironically fitting though. Like, it's like it's like some brawly ass chick like body slammed him on like a pile of AK forty sevens, dog. I just foresee somebody, you know what I'm saying, out wrestling his ass, you know what I'm saying, or just you know piecing him, you know what I'm saying, with, with that with them hand skills, or you know what I'm saying, right? And blows his pose because. <laughs> He's done about that, and I don't think he's used to getting hit by people that are used to hitting people. Yeah, right. He's used to you know backing up on his heels and hand fighting, or or moving forward and and pushing dudes out the way. Uh, But then again, you know, shit happens when when there's a pile, you know, 
you, you hear all the stories all the time about the eye gouging, the the slapping, the 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 swiping, the kneeing, all that stuff that happens in a pile of men, Pauls. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe he does know how to scrap on the ground, you know. Yeah, but if if I'm not letting you get near me, if I keep backing you up with that jab, you know, that's you true. Know? Like like yo, when does like Pauls? When does the like the size difference matter, dog? Like. It's like, prob- probably wingspan, you know. Probably, it's like, probably that it's like I weigh, I weigh like sixty pounds more than like Manny Pacquiao, dog. Yeah, and like, yeah, and I'm, but, your, but I'm quite positive Manny Pacquiao can watch me, dog. Like easily, easily, <laughs> easily. Dog, <laughs> uh, Manny Pacquiao was what like one thirty? Yeah, like like one thirty, one forty something. Yeah, yeah. Easily. Same with Floyd. Same with Floyd. Like like I, I, I can get watched, dog. All right, here, here's the stats. Greg Hardy is 6'4". Okay. 6'4", uh, looking for his weight. I don't see his weight. But, yeah, 6'4", and he's got, I mean, he's got pretty good arm length to, to be a defensive end. You know, you got to reach around and, and pause. pause. <laughs> you you got you to gotta be able to, to get to the QB and uh, tackle him. So, I don't know. Oh, it's 280. 6'5", Oh, God, he's huge, though. A monster. Shit. <laughs> Yo, so... I mean, but, but you know, you, you can still be a big dude as soon as you get your jaw attached. That's, that's it. That's it, so... Hey, no matter how big let me, you are, let me just Let me just say something real quick. And this, I mean, this is total left field. We took a left turn, but, like, I don't think people fully appreciate how good or how incredible of a physical specimen, you know what I'm saying, pause, LeBron James is. Um, mm. like he's six eight two fifty, right? Like he could have legitimately <laughs> starred in any sport he wanted to, like yeah. and just balled out. Like six eight two fifty, like he would have look. But look at him, like can you imagine right. him like as a as a as a Jimmy Graham on the field out there in the NFL? You know what I mean? You know, uh, uh, obviously what he's doing in in uh, uh, basketball right now, but six eight two fifty. Can you imagine with his wingspan? Can you imagine him getting into the ring, dog? Like, I just I just find it like Greg Hardy's. You know, what I'm saying he's got forty pounds on him, six four two two ninety or whatever. It's I just find it ridiculous the level of of athletic ability that some of these cats have, man. Yeah, yeah, Bron could definitely be a tight end. Also, and uh. Also, they say uh, Kevin Durant is 240 pounds, and I question that wholeheartedly. I, I don't believe that one at all. Yeah. It's all, it's all, it's all skeleton, dog. It's got heavy he's, bones, dog. Pause. He's literally big bones. <laughs> that's, the, that's the weight of thousands of bad haircuts. <laughs> that's the, that's the, the opposite of those 300 haircut, $300 haircuts. That's the weight of the uh, Black Planet pages carrying around with them. <laughs> Oh, man, this background is wearing, weighing him down right now. <laughs> and he can't remember the password, so he can't take that shit down. Like, because nobody can remember their password. Like, was it Easy Money Sniper 22? <laughs> what is my password? I know it's easy. Was that easy? You know what I'm saying? Was it, is it Easy like- Dollar Sign Sniper? <laughs> oh, please let it be Easy Dollar Sign. Oh, man. 
Alright, let's move into my favorite portion. What you've been listening to, where we hit you with the music that is permeating through our ears. Boom. What you've been listening to? You know your man, you know what I'm saying, had to run back those uh Charlemagne interviews with my man BC. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And uh, got me listening to the, the, the diss tracks again that he released towards me. You know what I'm saying? Somebody mama throwing a fish fry. Bigger the beef, bigger the clip size. Home Depot trips, duct tapes, zip ties. Was going to leave it there, let shit slide. But niggas pushing my fuck it button. I got to fuck up something. Mm. I'm thinking churches and hearses. It's the beans I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? It's not quite the same. But it's the same type of beats. It's the same type of, you know what I'm saying? I just wish he hadn't rapped the same stuff that he said in his interviews. Right, you know what I'm right. But, but he uh, said he said, he said he would shoot up the family at the viewing. Yeah, Jeez. and I love that. You know I do. You know what I'm saying? And the voice. You know I the love that. Voice. You know? The voice is so menacing. That's what he did that. You know that's what that's what, that's what I love. But I just I don't know. It's still not the you know. Did you have to go back and listen to Beans versus Jada to get that feel again? I actually went back to you know what I'm saying. What's your life like? Ooh. You know what I'm saying. Niggas wanna know if Beanie Seagull life is real Nigga 25 to life is real I get a body, take me right to jail Know what it's like in hell I did destruction in a trifling cell What you know about 23 and 1 Locked down all day Underground, never seeing the sun Visit straight and, from uh, you, never you can see keep that joint up You know, you already know mm-hmm. Mine's is real Everything side is mm-hmm. That beat, you know what I'm saying That 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 was just Yeah yeah, that was one of those. That was one of those songs where you know, in the seventies they had "Scared Straight." They tried to do "Scared Straight" again in the nineties. Um, but you know there was no real "Scared Straight" for your boys in the in in the you know late nineties, early two thousands, when that "What Your Life Like" came on, and Siegel rapped about what was happening in jail, <laughs> and I was like. Yo, cause you know you a young dude. You think you invincible. You're like, man, whatever. I'll tell you, I do, I do whatever. I'm gonna tell you that what your life. I'm gonna like. tell you the real, the realest, the realest shit ever. You talk about your life is this, your life is, your life that. is that, shit. your life shit. ain't shit. Your life is whack. And I was like, you know what, Seagull? Um, you're right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, you, you absolutely correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me fall all the way back. You know what I'm saying? Gotta. Shit in your palm just to get the hair wrong. Get the hair wrong. Uh. All right, Seagull. Now I gotta go listen to Seagull. Uh, Kwame, what you been listening to? Uh, look, the classic. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody has, but you know, I, I I've been rocking. You know, what I'm saying the boys, the boy Abs monologue. I've been watching you. You for a while. Independent with the classic style. That, that no one can match. I can't resist. Yes, I'm so attached. How you tease me, me, it turns me on. You know exactly just what you're doing. So confident in the way you dress. Darling, I'm so impressed. I really dig that, of course. Uh, but um, two things I got for you, Cannon. All right, mm-hmm. uh, bear with me. Okay. Okay. All right. 
first joint is um i really dig you know what i'm saying most deaf and um so i went back to his album the ecstatic Super magic, black origin, crush me out of dopeness, definitely out of dopeness, sketch another opus, knock off your set, Brooklyn, we keep them open. The heavens expand, the stars advance, like I was a big fan of, uh, like the, the, uh, Life in Marvelous Times, it's just like, it's a, it's a classic to me, uh, I love that song, you know, I can, I can loot that for, for as many times as necessary, uh, but there's also some other joints on there that I, that I really dig, so, the ecstatic by most deaf is, is really dope. But, um, you know, I also, look, I, I got kids, right? So I, I sometimes I have to listen to songs to appease them a little bit, but I want to kind of get my groove on too, just to get my mind right. Uh, I was <laughs> I was definitely listening to the lullaby renditions of Bob Marley. This is ridiculous. So, <laughs> do not chew this up. Do not listen. Do not ruin all of our credibility, all right. please. I'm sorry, boom. It's 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 the rules. It's the law. I have to cue it up. Look, all right. Until you've heard the smooth croonings and the gentle um, sounds of Redemption Song uh, or I Shot the Sheriff, <laughs> rendered as a lullaby. Uh, you have not Yo, truly lived. song is such a preachy song. Like, <laughs> it's the most like like radical like Rastafari shit ever. Know? <laughs> right. But you know when sung in a in a, in a manner uh, reminiscent of Mister Rogers as he's leaving for the day. Come on. I mean, Come could on. you be loved? Could you? Like he asks in a in a in a smooth smooth baritone. Um, and we're we're jamming on our way to, to, to sleep. You know what I mean? So that that rockabye baby, lullaby renditions of Bob Marley. Well then. I don't even know what we're doing here. <laughs> <laughs> Our podcast is for the kids, bro. Look, I'm looking out for it's all for the, the parents out there, dog. You know what I mean? Like I'm putting them up on knowledge, dog. <laughs> Remy, what you been listening to? <laughs> I just picture it like all Kwame's daughters, dog, like, like preaching like radical fucking like uh, Rastafariism. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we got our we got our yellow, green, and black pajamas on as uh as we listen to No Woman No Cry. <laughs> In the backseat, Dutchie. <laughs> like, stop that! Come on. Like she took down like the Miley Cyrus poster, dog, and put up like a picture of Marcus Garvey, dog. <laughs> Look, they've been drawing Black Star lines since they were like two, dog. So. Oh shit! Uh, your boy, uh, Fias, dog. You know, Gucci Mane, Della, dog. He put, he put, he, he gave me a homework assignment uh, a couple weeks ago, man. He was like, he need, he need that uh, that pouches of tuna. Uh, sure, he with did. Action Bronson and uh, party supplies, man. And I fell mm-hmm. into like, I fell into two wormholes, dog. I fell into the Action Bronson, the Action Bronson joint, man. That blue chips too. Let me man. begin, baby. My name is Bronsolino. All I see is see no silk shirts at the casino. It's time to take those leather pants off. This ain't no dance off. I know your hands soft. You're on the menu like the lamb broth. 
like, I, like the way he just puts the way he puts like thoughts together, dog, is is so entertaining to yep. me. And I, 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 yep. I, I can't really explain it anymore, man. Just go listen to Blue Chips too. Like you'll be like, yo. Like, uh, what do you say? Uh, been on the honor roll, scopes is on my body out in Nagano. Like, <laughs> my bro's features like Madonna, but yo, but uh, yeah. and, and the part, and like, I fell yeah. in love, like, the party supplies, uh, like, one whole man, like, I, it's it, one, it was it was hard to find shit <laughs> with them, though. Like, like, this might be the only album that they've ever done. Like, maybe, maybe Cannon, you can school me to some, to some new shit. <laughs> Some new shit I didn't know about them, man. But uh, it's like two white guys, man. They they make some dope beats, dog. Like can't can't front. So check out Party Supplies. Check out that blue chip, that that, that action Bronson. See, Remy does like white people. <laughs> I ha- I don't have a problem with white men. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. So um, this week I told y'all last week I was gonna finally get to that game 1992 album. Six in the morning, police set my dough. Would have seen them niggas coming, but the cameras is broke. My nigga aunt in the kitchen cooking up for a week. And my little homie poo on my mama couch sleep. We cooking banks, we cooking banks. And I got to it, and you know, it's alright. It's 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 cool. Um, he does he does a lot of rapping over early '90s beats. There's like three or four joints that have early '90s beats on it. But the rest of it is more modern beats. Uh, but it's it's more about his childhood and where he was in 1992 as a 12-year-old. Um, so, you know, he talks about... Uh, hit, like, there's one joint where he's explaining how him and his friend were friends in, in elementary school. And then as they grow up, they start to see each other less and less. And then now as a man... You know, one one joined the Crips, one joined the Bloods, and now they don't even speak, even though like you know they had sleepovers and they loved each other. So he, he's got some joints on there that's 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 really cool. So I mean, I would say check it out. Don't expect to be overwhelmed. Uh, he 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 marketed it as a, as a joint that has no features. He lied. Uh, uh. <laughs> there's two joints where uh, women are singing the hooks and then there's one joint where some dude out, out of left field starts rapping I have no idea who it is but uh, other than that you know it's cool it's cool but uh, what I really want to highlight and I, I spoke about this briefly in the chat that Bruno Mars 24k magic dog joint is a monster son um if you if you didn't get a chance to saturday night live on uh the 15th of october if you're listening <laughs> to this in 2017 um bruno mars performed that 24k magic on snl tore it down that was my first time hearing the song because i kind of like you know it's bruno mars so i'm like whatever but uh i i as soon as that joint was done, I was like, yo, I have to go find this. I have to listen to this again. <laughs> so I did. And then I listened to it again. And yo, 
that 24K Magic is awesome. Uh, he also performed another song that has not been released uh, commercially yet. I think it's called like Hoop Earrings or something like that. And that joint sounds like a new edition revival, dog. Like whatever, whatever mm. Bruno Mars is doing for this new album coming out in November, it sounds like it's going to be like a late '80s, early '90s R&B joint, and I'm all the way here that's for all it. His, that's how all his joints sound. He tries to be like yeah, Young Mike. Yeah, and, and and here's the thing, like that's not a bad thing. Um, not at all. I've been a I've been a Bruno Mars fan for a while. Like back when he was just straight out, like just trying to R&B, you know, what I'm saying croon a little bit. Like and and he was I mean he was doing it he was doing his thing, but you know he wasn't moving serious units I I, I don't think you know I could be wrong nah, nah. you know I mean, what I mean you know he was going gold but then he was doing his thing but yeah, like like he you know he's immensely talented you know what I'm saying like he can do like any like any like genre of music that he wants to do you know? but then he switched but then you know what I'm saying he saw where the money was and he switched up his style and I and I can't hate on him at all because he's talented like you said Remy. And and the music is catchy and it's hidden and it's popular, and like you know he had uh, the ambiguous was it two look. three years ago he did the Super Bowl, um uh, because I was I was in Switzerland at the time and he did the he did the Super Bowl like it was yeah it had to be like three years ago three four years ago, and I, I just remember looking at that joint like he is killing yeah. it right now He's like he is it. killing the Super like this is the Super Bowl like the last. I can't tell you the last good Super Bowl halftime show we had before that. You know what I mean? Like he absolutely destroyed it. And then uh, Janet Jackson's titty, which which was what right. five years? Five? No, ten years? Because I think I was. What, was the performance even that great though, or, or, or are we just looking back on Janet Jackson's titty? Uh, I'm just looking at her titty. Right. I think I think the fact of the matter is there's a proportional relationship to the fact the point that. How tall you are determines how, you know what I'm saying, how hard you have to turn it out. Like, if he gets under 5'6", like, you knew he was going to do a stellar job. He's 5'2". Like, you knew he was going to kill that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like he's, he's got this, he's got this uh, Prince look slash Michael Jackson right. uh, performance style that's really, like, he's, like, and then, like, if you listen to 24 Karat, like, it's not a, it's not a song for the radio. Like it's not it's a it's a radio song, but if you listen, like go look at the YouTube video, and you'll see what I'm saying. Like that that because that's where I first saw it. I was on YouTube and I caught it, and I was like, I put it in the chat, like dog, like he's really going '90s area, uh, '90s era Diddy on this joint in he this is. video right now, and it's working. Video so out of line, I love it. it. It's ridiculous, and and like and then you listen to the lyrics, like it's a catchy beat, the melody's dope, you know, you're vibing with it. But if you listen to the lyrics, he's really going in. Uh, it, it, oh, it's misogynistic as shit. It's, he's really going in. So I'm really interested to see how popular that song gets and how uh, how ironic it will be when when it blows up like it will in the younger markets. Right. And I, I think I, the, the um, criticism that I saw levied against it was, oh, it's just Uptown Funk with some melodies changed. And no, not at all. It, it's not. It's not a tone fucking. Not at all. Shit. Like, <laughs> like this is a, like this is a, this is the most hood I've ever seen him be on a song. But bro. you can you can get yeah. you can downtown. get why they you can get why they're saying it why they're making that Jamaica comparison. But like it's totally different. Although I will say, if you got something that's winning, why are you gonna stop? You know what I mean? Right. Right. 
People but still. Yeah, if you go ahead, go. Ahead. I was going to say if you haven't seen the video yet, please go watch the video. It it is decadence. Um, Bruno Mars is dancing in like flip flops and shorts. He he got on a, he got on a silk bomber jacket though. <laughs> With sunglasses, <laughs> with sunglasses on at night, at night in Vegas, in Vegas, <laughs> and you're so like, nitty, and you're just like, you put your Bruno Mars though. Like, when did this happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like What's you know, what I'm saying? Right now, you, you've been hanging out with now. your nephew, your your eight year old nephew, and then he visits you later, and you realize he's in, you know, what I'm saying high school now, and he's popping. And I'm like, when when did this transition happen? You know what I mean? Right, like, when right. did you get low key Last pages on the on the pager? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, like the last thing you remember was he's he's singing about ain't got nothing on you, and uh, oh, what was his other hit? Grenade. Yeah, grenade. That's it. He he's on you know, adult contemporary joints with that grenade song, and then Uptown Funk becomes this gigantic hit, and now this twenty four karat magic is just well, I mean, it's like all the way left. It's like on on you know one day he's like singing Gorilla and you're like oh he's really trying to go off with this girl and then the next day he's going Harambe in the swimming pool you know what I'm saying <laughs> full of half naked women and you're like whoa so he's on a jet ski in the Bellagio's uh in the Bellagio's fountains like that's that's fucking luxurious dog. Bruno Bruno Mars dog. he's doing this shit that Rick Ross raps about that's the crazy thing. It's almost like he's so, got a he's got a peaky ring reserved for backhanded people. He only wears it when he backhands people. <laughs> like, hold on, you disrespecting? Telling you, dog. If you're if you're under five five, dog, you just get more and more gangster. Like you have no choice. Like survival. We, we call it the Kevin Hart rule. <laughs> right. Yeah, but like the, the, to 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 roll it back in a little more serious. Like if you watch like the trend of his music, like he dropped a song a couple years ago, uh, "Locked Out of Heaven." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, which was like, was kind of like a throwback to like an early '80s like rock song. Mm-hmm. But ever and and like and Walk ever Valley since then, Hill. he's been kind of like working his way through time, like musically, dog. Mm. Like, mm. Up, like uptown funk, that. uptown funk was like mid late uh, was like mid late '80s or whatever, and now he's dropping yeah. this this uh, this '90s this early '90s joint. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. If like if his next video is like a knockoff of like the uh or the, or the give it to me video like the Jay Z joint. Mm. Mm. So you're saying like next year he's gonna have a joint with uh with yeah, he's gonna he's, he's, he's gonna be going backwards on the train dog with Diddy dog <laughs> in the passenger seat dog. <laughs> so so oh, when does Bruno Mars get to the snap music though? He's gonna have floor length white tees. Uh, <laughs> AKA a regular, AKA a medium. Just wait till Cameron is, is a feature on one of his joints, dog. Like, oh, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> I need the whole that. world needs that. <laughs> and it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be a, a, a rap joint, dog. Like he's not even gonna sing on that joint. Nah, dog. He's gonna change his, he's gonna change his name to Bruno Bars, dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you should have held that, dog. Should have held that note. That's an alias for next week. Yeah. You should have held that one, Kwame. Yeah. Edit it. Yeah. Strike it out. Strike it out. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna bleep that one out, Kwame. That one gets bleeped out. Yes. Bro 
Yo, so yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Go check uh, out that Bruno Mars 24 karat magic. I got that on repeat. That shit is fire. Yo, shout out to my shout out to Low Key once again, Henny Palooza. But he said on uh, Twitter, he said, Wherever I am on New Year's Eve, as soon as that ball drops, I need to hear 24 karat magic. <laughs> and I followed up with Yo, that should be a global event. Like, somebody needs to hack all speakers, all sound systems, and blast that 24-karat magic at midnight. Wherever you are in your time zone, soon as it turns over to the new year, we need to listen to that joint. Because that shit is decadence. Podcast at defconjive.com. Uh hit us up on Twitter at DCJ Podcast. Um subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, or just on SoundCloud where you probably listening to us right now. Fucking gay um, man. Check out that real gang. <laughs> get, you, get your iTunes together. <laughs> get your iTunes together, son. Get your life Take together. 96. Uh, <laughs> shout out to that re-up gang uh, that, that is the, the cast of DCJ Just speaking on whatever we want to speak on In a reaction type mode uh, We've been doing it for Atlanta Kwame, we got an, another one coming out soon Based yes, off of that Montague yeah. uh, That Montague episode That shit is they sit on the gold mine, though. Yo, yo, yo. Hey, yo. The price is on the can, though. The price is on the can, though. So, so shout out to the re-up gang. We doing that. And uh, that's it. So, um, hopefully, you know, we survive next weekend because we're all washed. But uh, if we don't, and this is the last time you're hearing us, sign it off. <laughs> This is your boy Ken, aka Fade Wilson. It's your boy, it's your boy Grimes. I might pull a hammy. <laughs> this your man Boom Dynamite, aka Decky Charles. I might need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's your man that's come back and caught it. Yo, Francis, I'm CC dog. Nah, here. Leave him. And we're out. <laughs> Reverend Jesse Daxon. <laughs> 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 <laughs>